tell me if this sounds like you. Ditching the rat race for financial freedom is your rally cry. Shaking off the hustle and grind mentality for time freedom makes you want to do a little dance. Creating a life where your money makes more money for you, now that's your jam. Why figure all of this out? More time with loved ones and the ability to make a meaningful difference in your world. Now that's what drives you. My name is Jenny Townsend. Now, let's up level. What's up, Podcast Nation? I hope you're doing really well this week. I really do. I have a confession to make. I hate hustle culture. (laughs) I despise it, actually. I really like the whole hustle movement, like hustle and grind, you know, like work 24-7, you know, like it's all about whatever, blah, 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 and kind of the image of working, it really doesn't resonate with me. In fact, it pretty much, it repels me, to be honest. And I think in there is a little bit of a reminder of why the tortoise beats the hare every time. Let's actually break it down. This isn't just me ranting. I really do think that if this can help you at all, this is why I do this podcast, period, full stop. Why I don't like hustle culture. And also, by the way, I am not anti-hardworking. When I've mentioned this to people, that's kind of been the reaction. I understand that there is work that needs to be put into anything that's meaningful. That's not my approach. (laughs) I don't mind putting in time. But there's just a few things I really despise about the hustle culture. And one of them is the fact that it doesn't take any seasons into account. And that might be a surprising answer, right? But let's talk about this. We have a hobby farm. It's a hay farm. And since we have been here, I've never felt more connected to the actual literal seasons. So we have this really cool hay that grows like six feet tall. It'll grow like six feet tall in May. That'll be the first cutting. And so as far as spring goes, especially late spring, that stuff grows rapidly. You can pretty much tell a difference day by day, especially in the month of May, of how, how fast it's growing. And then after the first cutting, okay, amazing. That's the best cutting of the year. In summer, it still continues to grow. I mean, everything in the Northeast is like, okay, our growing season is like six months. We need to go, 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 go. And so everything in nature just keeps growing really fast over the summer. And then autumn, it slows the growth. Everything else around the hay, all of the oak trees and all of whatever, they all of the leaves start turning Everything is, you know, kind of signing off from like a visual growth perspective for the year. But actually, hay is still the, there's a third cutting in September typically. And it's the smallest cutting of the year, but it's worth the time to come in and get that, that hay, that last round of hay before the winter. And then speaking of winter comes, which is a time where at least externally things are dormant. We don't see any growth, it, any growth that happens And really any plants over winter is all about the roots. It's all about the digging down, the establishing of roots. I mean, all of the showy stuff is during just a couple of the seasons. And it's different showy stuff, right? It could be, you know, that bright spring green and flowers on trees in the spring. And then everything just explodes in the summer. And autumn, it turns to those golden and red and orange colors, right? Kind of like a sunset of the seasons. But... Just because something isn't externally growing or externally flashy or showy during the winter, that doesn't mean growth isn't happening. And so if you are in a a season of winter right now where you are, you're working on your own 
processes or you're working on something like finding a short-term rental, but you haven't found it yet. You're in the market, you've maybe narrowed down where the area where you want to invest, but you haven't actually found it. So you're still doing the work, you're still digging in, so to speak. It just hasn't actually showed up yet. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way, because the whole play here is long-term. And that's another thing that I feel like is what rubs me the wrong way with hustle culture is it all feels so like it has to be instantaneous and now where I feel like everything meaningful takes time. Everything meaningful, including our short-term rental businesses, right? In fact, this was my one hesitation about posting the previous episode about having a date where you could find your your freedom number, like to be able to be financially free. And I wanted to provide that because I think it's so empowering to be able to say, wow, I am so much closer to my financial freedom than I I ever thought I was. But I also don't know your season. You could be in a season where, I mean, okay, so I have a one-year-old. I don't have the time that I used to during the day. And so I am brutal about brutal about my time when it comes to work but I don't have eight or nine hours a day to to put into work right now you know so I have to make the time that I have really count and so I hope you feel supported and loved because I still prioritize this podcast because if I can do anything to move you towards your financial freedom and to be able to have passive revenue streams in place that makes me a happy woman right there but I also, I like it going back to it. I don't know your season. And so, okay, going back to the hustle culture where it tells us we either need to be in late spring, late spring, late spring, where we're like, grow, 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 you know, like you need to be exponentially whatever and you need to be showy. You need to have the likes, you need to have the followers, you need to have the, all of the showy things. If there's really no roots, if you don't have a strategy, if you don't have like the long-term systems in place, As unsexy as that sounds to some, by the way, systems are sexy to me. (laughs) They definitely did not used to be, but I'm here to tell you systems are actually how you grow, actually how you get financial freedom. Because if you don't have systems, you have a job. Even if you work for yourself, that's what you have. You have a job, period. And again, nothing wrong with that. But if you're wanting financial freedom, you need to have systems to get out of that job. So again, hustle culture tells us we need to either sow, 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 like sow the seeds, you know, grow, 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 grow. Let it be May all year, all year round, you know, like if it's not May all the time, something's wrong with you or whatever, or it's like reap, 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 you know, bring in those extra cuttings, but you can't really force the seasons. Like nothing else in nature really works that way. So if you are in a season where it feels like you're moving slower, slower than you want to be, I am here to tell you it's all about the incremental actions. Incremental actions add up over time. This is why the tortoise won over the hare and will continue to win over the hares time and time again. That little sweet tortoise, it continued to put one foot. Do they call them feet? They're not like paws or whatever. They're feet. We're going with feet, aren't we? They put their little feet in front of, you know, one in front of the other making a difference, moving, certainly not at the speed of the hair, but moving consistently over time. 
I recently came across this visual and I'm going to explain a visual to you over audio because that's how podcasts work, but I will also have in the show notes a link to the blog post where I'll post this episode and I'll have this visual in there for you. So if you're more visual like me, I've got you covered. It compared this idea of doing nothing to doing incremental effort. Because sometimes it can feel like I have so many more steps to go. I feel like really any kind of meaningful project probably has like a thousand steps. And so if you're just staring at that list or thinking about that list of like a thousand things you'll need to do, that can be pretty discouraging. And so this graphic, it compared two equations. So automatically it's already kind of talking my love language here. It showed the number of 1.00. So just staying at status quo is what this means. So one in the mind of this creator of this graphic, one is status quo. So if you take 1.00 and you raise it to the power of 365, so that means you just stay at the status quo, you don't do anything for a whole year, 365 days, you get 1.00. So again, 1.00 to the power of 365 equals 1.00, okay? So here's where the gorgeous things happen, my friends. Now let's take a look at the second equation in this graphic. It is 1.01. So we're not 1.00, we're at 1.01. That is very incremental efforts, right? And let's raise that to the power of 365. Do you wanna guess what that answer is? It's not 1.00, I'm here to tell you. It is 37.7. Yeah, that's right. So over time, over, I mean, and that really is, time is one of the most undervalued powers or superpowers, right? Over time, if you were to do nothing, remain at the status quo, you would be 1.00. But if you just lift that to just a little bit, 1%, You just lift it by 1% to 1.01 over a year, that would equal 37.7. That is astronomical indifference, right? Astronomical. So if you are, like us, moving towards financial independence, that is a goal. That is your extreme goal and you are fierce about it. Even if it's a season where you feel like your actions aren't quite showing that you're fierce about it, but in your heart, in your gut, you know this is where you need to move. Just do that itty bitty little bit each day and you will get exponential results. I, I, you know what? Here's the thing. I didn't do this, but hold on. I'm going to, while while we're live here, I'm going to raise 1.02 to the power of 365. Friends, that is 1,377 friends. So that's just a 2% difference over time. That is not hustle, 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 throw everything, be showy, blah, 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 whatever. All of the kind of shallow things of hustle culture. That's just... Increase what you're doing by 2%. Just 1%, even 1% is drastic, but like 2% is 1,377. As opposed to 1.00, which remains 
one. So I do want to circle back to that my freedom number roadmap that I referenced. And I would encourage you actually to go grab your copy of that because it is really powerful regardless of the season you're in. Let's say you're in a season where you're like, I can do this. I have I have the time to be able to focus on this. So I'm going to move this forward. Then awesome. You know your full freedom date. But let's say it takes double the amount of days or even triple the amount of days on this freedom map because you're like, I'm in a season where I have a young child or I'm still working full time or whatever the case may be, let's remember, we're still talking about financial freedom in days. <laughs> Not years, days. Days. Oh my gosh, that's so powerful, isn't it? Because we are, again, building something with staying power. Yes. So the first thing that came to my mind when I was like, all right, we're building staying power. What's the opposite of staying power? And the first thing that came to my mind, y'all, is a post on Facebook or Twitter. <laughs> for better or for worse, that was the first thing that came to my mind. And I remember looking up a couple of years ago, what's the half-life of a tweet? And it was like 12 hours or something like that. So, you know, the ability for your tweet to be seen, it just, it diminishes by half in the first 12 hours. So if someone isn't going to see it in 12 hours, it really isn't going to be anything meaningful. But I thought, you know what? That was a couple of years ago. I should Google this. And so I Googled, what is the half-life of a tweet? And you want to know what? It went from about 12 hours last time I checked a couple of years ago. Do you want to guess what it is? It's 24 minutes. 24 minutes. That statement just drained energy from my body. <laughs> It's probably why I don't resonate at all with the Twitter platform. I mean, more power to the people who that's their world and their jam. You do you, my friends. But I'm here to tell you, it does not, in my mind, I feel like it does not have staying power. I don't want to spend my time doing something that has a half-life of 24 minutes. I want whatever I invest my time in to bring exponential results. Like that 1.01 lifted to 365 or the 1.02 lifted to 365, creating just exponential results. That's what I feel like is so much more worth my time. And it's also, I think, shows that much more respect for my family. You know, I'm building something that will allow me to be able to bring us to financial freedom. And then also have the time to spend with my family along the way. Oh, amazing. How cool would it be to know that you do not have to ever post on Facebook or Twitter to build an engine that can bring you financial freedom? I've, I wish someone had told me this when I first got started, you know, when I was first exploring entrepreneurialism and what that could look like. I wish someone had told me this that long ago. So I just, I wanted to encourage you that just in case when you heard the last episode talking about and I still, again, feel like it's incredible to know that we're talking about days and not years to get to your financial freedom. But just in case you're like, oh my gosh, I could, I could get $5,000 a month in cash flow in the next 180 days. That might actually feel like too strong. And if that is the case, what if you were to double it? What if you could get to 5000 extra in cash flow in a year? Wouldn't that be worth doing that 1.01 level of effort to move you and your family forward? 
Isn't that just so much more empowering than oh, whatever hustle and grind culture that is out there? I'm here to tell you this is where the freedom is at. This is where the freedom is at, my friends. And so if you're like, you know what? I get this. I jive with you, Jenny. I want to achieve financial freedom. And I, regardless of the season, whether you're in our spring season and you're just like, grow, 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 grow. Or if like a summer where it's just like continued growth, more sustained growth. Or if it's in a winter where you're just like, nothing is really showing. But I could put in some incremental effort. You know what? I could, I could do some effort. Maybe not like the hustle and grind, which I wouldn't wish that on anyone that I care about. (laughs) Then I have something for you. I've created a guide just for you. First of all, if you want to actually see the date at which you could obtain financial freedom, then go over to JennyTownsend.com slash freedom and you can claim your copy and go find that date. Find that specific date and you can literally mark it in your calendar or put it on your app, however you do calendars, right? But if you're like, you know what? It is time. It is time and I'm willing to put in the effort even if it is like 1.01 for 365 days, right? 1.01. That's just absolutely ridiculous as far as the results. It's kind of like a lever. A lever is something that takes the effort you put in and provides a disproportionate result. And that's what I think this is. Oftentimes, you know, real estate is talked about, okay, you know, it does so many things for you. It's a hedge against inflation. It it helps you from a tax perspective. It helps you from a net worth perspective. And oh yeah, you know, like with long-term rentals, sure there's the bonus of even at least a little bit of cash flow, but what if you could lever it up. I'm not talking like debt it up. I'm talking about using the lever to create disproportionate results with a short-term rental. So if this sounds like you, if you know that this is your time, this is your year, you're looking to create additional cash flow, you're looking to achieve financial freedom for you and your family, then go over to JinnyTownsend.com slash rental. I've got the program just for you. It's called the Six Figure Vacation Rental Roadmap, how to find, furnish, and fill a profitable short-term rental. I've got your back, my friends. I've got your back. This is going to be a fun adventure, and you know what? It is achievable. You don't have to do this exhausting hustle and grind. You just need to do a few things. You just need to get a short-term rental on the market, or maybe two to achieve your financial freedom, but it depends on what your goals are. And the thing is, I've got your back. I've got your back to show you all the systems that you can put in place. Just copy and paste, plug and play. You don't have to reinvent any wheels here. Not a single one, my friend. So again, hop over to JinnyTownsend.com slash rental. I will have this link in the show notes for you. And I want to thank you so much for listening today. Thank you. And I hope also that you are encouraged, regardless of the season that you're in, that you don't always have to be in that late spring mode of like, grow, 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 because there are seasons, right? And incremental efforts are the efforts that really pay off over time. The tortoise beat the hare. So regardless of your pace, just move forward a little bit each day. Thanks again for joining me, and until next time, continue to be up and to the right.